Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults figuring shit out. I'm your host Paula Arujo, I'm a writer, theatre creator and marketer and this week we are talking about going plastic free with Jennifer Laycock. Hello everyone, nice to see here you again. <laughs> <laughs> oh hello my love, it's so nice to have you back on the podcast. Thank you P. Um, can you introduce yourself yet again for the lovely listeners just in case they haven't listened to previous episodes? Okay, hi team, there's a lot more of you now which is so exciting for Stumble Through. Um, my name's Jennifer. Uh, my work is a creative. I do a lot of comedy and I I work with kids doing comedy, but uh, my business is creating environmental-based comedy shows. Uh, I've recently just taken in my first one to schools, which was last week. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to create, teach people about important environmental messages through a fun way. Can attest to the fact that it is funny. I um, made the mistake of not going to the loop before I saw the showing. Of that in development. Where is this going? Uh, oh, oh, well, yeah. I, 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 like, I almost I peed. myself. <laughs> yes, I, I almost peed myself. No, I haven't actually peed myself in public at this point in my life. Uh, we'll see. Hey, we'll see what the future holds. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you stumbled through anything this week? Yeah, today, uh, I haven't stumbled through it yet, but I'm about to embark on uh, 17 days of working straight Ooh. with one day off. So uh-huh. that's going to be a stumble through. But I'm excited. It's work yeah. I love doing, but that's a long time also. It is. Yeah. You've got like enough hours in the day to rest too? We'll see. Okay. I'm meal prepping. Okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I can always come over and we can make dinner and that'd Thank be you, cute. Paula. Yeah. You can do that, please. I will. Cool. Okay, cool. After the podcast, tell me what days. Yes. <laughs> I have one hour free on a Tuesday. <laughs> one hour free on a Tuesday, two weeks from now, yeah. between 9 and 10 p.m. Excellent. I like that. <laughs> Yay, life. Um, to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to going plastic free and why you're so passionate about the issue? Okay, so growing up, um, my mum, who is actually, she's quite a big deal. She's No Waste, No Worries on Facebook. Amazing. And she's pretty famous. I think she's got like 10,000 followers on there oh. now. And uh, so she was always a pretty eco mum. Like when we would go to school, everyone else would have the little mini packets of chips and like we would have homemade scones and oh. carrot sticks and dip. But at the time I was like, this is so lame. <laughs> I just want one of those salt and vinegar chips. And now I was like, hang on a second. There was only six chips in those little, you know, the ones mm. I'm talking about. Oh, the yes, the ones where it's like 95% air and then yeah. 5% whatever is on the packaging. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah. We, we had things called litter-free lunches, so we wouldn't have litter in our lunch. Aww. Yeah, and it, it was a thing that we did. And um, then I didn't start going plastic-free, quotation marks, um, till... My maybe was it my second? Year? I'm looking at Paul because it was my second yeah. year of uni, I think, or third year of uni. I think you you've always been very conscious about your plastic usage. Yes, yes. But I think plastic free specifically was probably towards your end of the second end of year uni. or yeah. third year. Yeah. Um, 
definitely third year. Yeah. Like maybe a bit of like end of second year. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever used a plastic shopping bag in my life. No. Um, no. That I was <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> and if anyone uses one around me, they know that it's a bad thing. Man, we have <laughs> misplaced a great – number of Coles slash Woolies shopping baskets over our time at uni. Oh yeah, we would take the shopping baskets, but <laughs> we would take them, them back. Yeah. We'd return them just like not I love recycling. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I I then I started um learning about the plastic free movement. And I would say plastic free living, everyone's like, oh but you still you still drive a car and that's got plastic in it or the aeroplane that you get in has plastic in it. And or yes, your fridge. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I still have all those things, but I define plastic-free living or that's where I'm constantly heading um, is more of like, it's a mission. It's, it is a challenge, but I'm trying to reduce single-use plastics in my life. Mm. So I do, I reduce it basically as much as I can. Yeah. And I think that that's a very important distinction to make because a lot of people hear plastic free and they're like, wait, no plastic ever, but what about medicines? What about food stuffs that you have to like get in bulk in places? Yeah. What about like very specific condoms? Yeah. Well, actually, that, oh, latex is a plastic, isn't it? Yeah. But you can get like, latex free condoms because some people are allergic to latex. I saw a picture of like, Plastic, like a, it was mocking the plastic free movement. I was like, plastic free condom. And it was this little crocheted condom <laughs> over the dick. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it works if you want a baby. <laughs> but yes, still use condoms. <laughs> See, but like, I, I think that that's so important for you to like make that distinction of any movement that calls for not only behavioral change, but within individuals, but also within like, large scale in society it's it's never got an end point really it's just like well what can we do now and we have to keep moving forward towards the mountain and then once we reach the summit of that one and then the peak of that one there'll be another one yeah like yeah. it's it's an evolution for sure mm. for sure like I'm constantly craving salt and vinegar chips and they're really hard impossible to get plastic free oh. so like when I go to a mm. birthday party I go straight for the snack table and I'm like, <laughs> salt and vinegar chips, where you at? But I, d- I don't buy them anymore. Mm. Yeah. Should I explain like where I'm at in the Yes, please, movement? please. So I guess it started, I've been doing it for 20, it started in, tw- I've been doing it for like four years. Mm. Um, so the point I'm at now is that I don't buy any food that comes in plastic. I make my own cleaning products. I make my own toothpaste. I still use makeup. I or like my toilet paper. I get toilet paper that's not plastic free wrapping. I never use a takeaway plastic container. No bags, straws, cutlery. Basically cutting out plastic from food. As much beauty products as I can and cleaning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, probably, that's where I'm at at the moment. And how do you feel that that, affects the way that you conduct your life because is it a little well I suppose it's like anything when you change behavior like initially it's quite difficult and initially there's a lot of like research and time involved Mm -hmm. and just trying to figure out where it is but you know like anything after you learn the first or second time you're fine yeah yeah like people always say oh I love what you do but I could never do that it's too hard but yeah it, it is hard and you have to readjust lots of things but I find because of it I can't walk through the like candy aisle anymore (laughs) so like I am I am much healthier I don't really eat cheese or anything and I don't eat meat so that's fine in that Mm. aspect so and people say is it more expensive for me it doesn't affect it's not more expensive for me but I do it does change your time so I have to bake stuff or I have to cook stuff myself more And my favourite part is that it's like, I don't go to the gym, but it's like going to the gym in the (laughs) fact that that's my mission and gym, the gym makes people happy because they feel like they are doing something good Mm. and they're progressing towards something and that's, it lines with their values. Plastic free living is my like mission 
you know, I, I, yeah. that's my thing I do every day and it's part of my values now. And, and because I live with my partner, shout out to Nick, yeah boy, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he also does it too. So it's good to do it. And my friends are really on board with it as well. And so they ask me questions and stuff. You do get frustrated with people who don't do it sometimes, mm. but I'm also like, I never used to do it. So why do I have a right to be frustrated then? I think that that is something that people who aren't uh, plastic free or XYZ about anything, like if they don't label themselves um, or rather if they don't self-identify as plastic free, as environmentally friendly or vegan, yeah, yeah. vegan, feminist, you name it. Yeah, like, yeah. If they don't align with that, particularly if there's like an intersection between um, politics and a social movement you know, there's this expectation from them that when they meet someone who is and they tell them that they don't do that, then there'll be like this self-righteous anger that comes out of us yeah. or something. But yeah. I, we're all just doing the best we can, man. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I get frustrated and my mum, because No Waste, No Worries, it's basically a Facebook page teaching mm. people how to live plastic free. Mm. People say to us like, oh, yeah, I've been trying so hard. Like, you're my inspiration, blah, blah, blah. And then I run into them and they're at the supermarket and they've bought pre-packaged bananas in a plastic bag. And they're like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I've got a plastic bag. I should hide that from you. And I was like, I'm not doing I'm not sure what I'm doing with my hands right now. (laughs) But it's like, they're up and there's rage in them. It's like, let's be real. Just say... You messed up. Mm. And don't be – it's not funny to me, so mm. let's not have a laugh about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just – no, I I think I get it. Like, it's because you care very passionately about it and it's yeah. not just, like, something that you do in your spare time. It's not something that you do for fun. And while it brings you joy, this is, like, a very serious mission, like yeah. you said for you. It's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Mm. <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice. This is who choice. I am. Mm. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, alrighty, so let's talk about being plastic free. What is some entry level, easy, basic switches and tips for someone who's kind of interested in it but doesn't think that they can do it? Yeah, yeah. So for all those newbies, newbie plastic lovers, this is step <laughs> one <laughs> um, on the conversional therapy. <laughs> oh my um, God. We are no, no we are not called, so quickly. Oh my God. We are not calling this conversion no, therapy. No, Or is it? Um, okay, so step one with Jen. So firstly, like the easiest step um, is saying goodbye to single-use plastics. So I can – the main single-use plastics that are predominantly are causing the most problems are things like plastic straws. You could use a straw for – I can finish a drink in a minute, you know, and then throw it away. Mm-hmm. So we've got plastic straws, plastic bags, takeaway plastic cutlery, and takeaway coffee cups. Gosh, um, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. they're the main things. A lot of people, like, you might be thinking, takeaway coffee cups. Yes, the lid's plastic. The cup itself is not recyclable, which is a big thing that mm. people think. I saw a picture on the internet the other day um, – it's sat and compost. It sat and was breaking down for like fifty years, I think. And mm. the lining, it was mm. just left, and you can see the skeleton of a coffee cup because it's terrifying. lined with plastic. Ooh. And people are using them like there's no tomorrow. I think there's this idea that because it says that it's recyclable, that it definitely is. But the problem is that it's recyclable within these teeny tiny little conditions right yeah. here that's yeah. you know attached to an asterisk that is in white that you have to highlight at the bottom of a very strange for Wikipedia sure. page. For sure. Yeah, it has to like, it's recyclable, but within like, 1,000 degrees Celsius exactly. in this particular part of the world when the moon is full. Full and the witches are out. <laughs> but recycling, actually, I have kind of beef with recycling hmm. because people are like, oh, th- that can be recycled. That'll be recycled. But none of us know, no, I don't know, maybe you guys have been in a recycling plant. None of us know the process or mm. of how many percentage, how much is getting recycled of it or how much is not. So it's best to try and 
reduce first. Reduce it first. So yeah. get rid of as much as you can or like not use that item. Um, they actually don't know how many straws are being used per That's year because terrifying. there's so much. I can't find a statistic. There is like one, but it's not mm. accurate. Um, so, yeah, so they are the single-use plastics and step one is to say goodbye to them basically. Mm-hmm. So lots of people go, oh, but it's so hard to remember. If you go out to get a drink, lots of people – bartenders will put a straw in Mm. just be like hey guys hey could I please have no plastic straw and I find that I have to actually explain it and be like because a lot of people will be like oh that's she's a weirdo Mm. um I'll be like I just want to try reduce my plastic and then sometimes I'll say it three times just Mm. to get it in their mind because Mm -hmm. the hospitality workers yeah no it's it's like they're busy they're stressed like there's a lot going on yeah it's not so much an act of malice if they put in when you said no it's just oh crumbs I forgot exactly and if they put it in your drink and they serve you your drink I take it out and I go sorry I said I actually didn't want a plastic straw um do you reckon you could take that back and wash it out and reuse it and they probably don't do that but you're in them in their mind they're going oh I like fucked up a bit like oh Mm. and that's cool she didn't want it so you're does that make sense? You're like... Yeah, no, it's being you're like, flagging oh. it with them. So even like no matter their feelings about the situation or the interaction, it's just like, oh, okay, well, she said no plastic straw. Yeah, yeah. And then I go, I have... I used to felt feel weird about it, but I'm like, hey, how about you guys use paper straws or no straws? Um, and then uh, other things like if you have forgotten your your reusable coffee cup, keep cup, mm. um, then you, don't, you just don't get a coffee that day. Or just get it in you you might yeah if they've got mugs in you can sit down and have Mm -hmm. it but if you're on in a hurry then you go to yourself well it's literally not possible for me today that's Mm -hmm. that's how I see it now but people go oh it's really hard and yeah it's hard but you just sacrifice a coffee that day I mean there's also I have never encountered a barista who has said no when I've presented them with a mug. Yes, like I, I, I do that a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I take a mug with me. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm sure that a lot of office workers probably have a mug on their desk anyway. Yeah. And it's just a matter of, okay, well, if you forget your keep cup, no worries. You've got one on your desk or there's one that you can wash out in the kitchen. It's fine. For sure, mm. for sure. Oh, something that I do want to flag with um, the straw thing though is that like we're talking about people who are, you know, very able-bodied and can oh, like, yeah. use that. Like, absolutely. Yeah. That, and yeah, that's something I should have touched on at first. Plastic is can be an awesome like there is a lot of things that plastic yeah. is great for like th- that kind of situation um but it's just that we've as a society have misused plastic now mm. through basically like yeah. an addiction i read a headline on an sbs report last night and they were saying that plastic has been plastic has evolved to be too good a product it is cheap it is convenient use convenient it's easy to make and to use and to like throw away not deal with but just burn it (laughs) i think i just saw fire in your eyes i know i was like (laughs) people like i uh, as as someone once said to me i just burn my ties and i was like oh that's not good (laughs) zane looks displeased i mean that's what they melt them down. That's what asphalt is made out of. Like, that's what they do with old tyres. They make it into asphalt and roads. Mm. Like, that's where that comes from. So yeah. it's not like recycling big pieces of plastic and such hasn't been around for a long time. It's just that we're probably unaware of where it goes afterwards yeah. and how widespread it is. Like, yeah. I didn't realise old tyres made up roads. I had no idea. For sure, for sure. It's, yeah, it, there's like, there is good things on how we can reuse it, but yeah. Mm. Then step two for entry level. So mm-hmm. you've said bye to all those things. You uh, make a plastic-free kit. Mm-hmm. So I have a plastic-free kit and it's a um, just a shopping bag. I mm-hmm. make my own shopping bags out of like old fabric from op shops or you can buy a shopping bag yeah, from wherever. Greeny bag. We've all got yeah. at least five in our car that we yeah. forget when we walk in. For sure. Like the cotton ones are the best, but like any mm. bag you can reuse is awesome. Um, and inside of that I have a tin that I found at the op shop so that's like for I take that with me and if I get takeaway or I have leftovers when I'm sitting in somewhere um, I'll give them my tin and be like hey can you put my sushi in straight into the tin or can you put my Thai food straight into the tin mm-hmm. um, and then I have reusable cutlery like a steel set of cutlery 
Um, I don't have a reusable straw because I use my mouth, but some people <laughs> like straws. Mm. Um, so if you want a straw, you can get a reusable straw for literally like three bucks and a mm. cleaner. And then a reusable water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, in a water bottle is awesome to carry because if it's a steel one, maybe you could put your coffee in it or yeah. you could put anything in it like that. And then uh, a little produce bag. And a produce bag is um, like these like mini little bags. You can buy them from everywhere or make them. And then that way, if you want, say, for example, you go into the supermarket and you know how they've got the nut dispensers mm. um, and the little plastic Ziploc bags. Yeah. I just put my nuts in that and then I slap on the barcode onto the produce bag. Yeah, easy Take done. that or put yeah. like some fruit in there, some cherries or snow peas or whatever. And then that saves yeah. plastic for that. So that is like the thing that will change your life a plastic free kit and, and you can do that all be, yourself yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be big or expensive and no like, I can envision the only thing that would make my stomach clench slightly is like handing over the tin when I was doing a takeaway but that's like three seconds of discomfort and then what like I as far as I'm aware if they allow you to take things off the premises like if they're allowing takeaways yeah there is nothing in like the health code that would we've rung them. we've rung like the heads of the head and like it's it's literally fine unless you have mm-hmm. a disgusting container and also like you can take that container to butchers mm-hmm. and you can put your meat straight they'll what's it called tar when you they weigh the container first mm-hmm. oh yeah they push tar yeah. so that um you don't get any like less or extra, any cost. extra. Yeah. yeah and then you can put your chicken in there um nick gets his meat put straight into the container and then he puts a barcode on it and buys it that way yeah yeah easy, easy. so that's for beginners is mm. like so saying goodbye to single-use plastics and the plastic free kit put one in mm. your car and if you got another one, you can put it at your front door if you're going out, like yeah. walking on the bus or something. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to no. be bulky either. Like Op shop, I buy everything from op shops. Mm. No, yeah. It's amazing and it's cheap and yeah. it's great. Um, we will pop some links in the show notes about Jen's favorite plastic free materials and things. And yes. I'll pop links to... Um, I I like nifty gadgets for my handbag. Paula has a collapsible keep cup. She does. It's called Stojo. It's an Australian company and yes. it's um Stojo sponsor this. Please. <laughs> um it's recycled silicon that they've made into collapsible yeah. coffee cups and uh, you can get them in different sizes. I have two and I just like switch them out because I'm a lazy bitch and I need everything to be dishwasher safe and easy to use yep. because I don't want to deal. And they fit like in a handbag. Yeah, no, they collapse. Like you could fit are, in your pocket if you wanted to, if you had a big pocket. It, yeah, look, it would fit in my pocket. Um, it, it would like, be a bit bulky, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Like it's it's a little bit thicker. It's like, what, three iPhones stacked on top of each other in width and then, like, half in size. It's, yeah. And that's the 12-ounce one. Um, they've got bigger ones, and their bigger ones come with a matching foldable recycled silicon straw. Cool. So, like, even if you love your bubble tea, you're sorted. Yes, yes. Yeah. Alrighty, so let's move on to what's some mid-level stuff. Okay. Once you've got the hang of it all, mid-level. where do we go next? Okay, so next is cutting. So when you're going through the supermarket, shopping becomes faster because there's not much that you can buy. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically next up is actually first mm-hmm. go into your cupboard and look, assess your cupboard. Have a look what type of plastics are in your pantry. Okay. okay. And like some people write a list down. I didn't do that. Then you can go into your medicine cabinet and your beauty cabinet, your like your hygiene yeah. stuff and just have a look and you will be overwhelmed unless you're like amazing already. You'll be <laughs> overwhelmed by how much plastic there is. Like I was always pretty environmental, but I still had, especially in like shampoos and everything, I had mm. so much. Um, so oh, wait, 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 just for a sec. What yeah. do you mean? take note of the different types of plastics like do you mean the type that's in cling film and the type just all of it just take note of like how much plastic is in right your cupboards Mm -hmm. and everything like that so it doesn't matter what like type Mm -hmm. of plastic is and then yeah when you're going I did food shopping first Mm -hmm. so I'm like I assess the supermarket I was like what can I buy 
um, not much. Yeah, not mm. not a lot. Because even some like cardboards, uh, there's a packet of Doritos in the Mexican aisle and they're paper, but the inside is lined with plastic and that's not recyclable because it's mm. got a thick line of plastic. But um, things like, uh, honestly, message me about anything if, if you have got certain mm. foods. But my things are like, I started making, I had to do more like cooking. So snacks, you know, happy hour snacks. Yeah. So for making your own dips, it's mm-hmm. so easy to make hummus and it's completely plastic free. Yeah. You get your chickpeas in a can or you can get dried chickpeas from bulk food stores. Tahini comes in a jar, a lemon, garlic, you're mm-hmm. sorted. And then you can make roasted beetroot dips, roasted pumpkin dips with nuts and things mm-hmm. like that. Then crackers. Crackers, everyone always goes, what do you do for biscuits? Biscuits is a tough one. Yeah, that's right. Biscuits and chips and well, sweet biscuits, I think you'd be able to find to, a couple. Yeah, yeah. Not so much savoury stuff. The savoury wow. stuff, I um, I can't have gluten anymore, but I would used to get a French breadstick from a bakery because at the bakery, they will put your bread into your own cotton bag. Yeah, so a baguette good. is like $1.50 Yeah, less and you than. cut up baguettes really mm-hmm. thin and then you can put olive oil on them and throw them in the oven and then that's like a chip. You can have carrot sticks, zucchini sticks. You can cut up potatoes and sweet potatoes and have your own um, sweet potato and hot chips with dip. Yeah, sometimes my mum does um, uh, tortillas. We, sorry, tortillas. Yeah. Um, we like slice up tortillas quite thinly and then we cover them in olive oil and sea salt and yeah. that's like a chip. But where do your tortillas come from? Yeah, homemade? don't ask that question. Yeah, <laughs> you can make your own tortillas really easy. Mm. It's a thing and you can make your own pita bread easy. Mm. And then pasta, in the pasta section, uh, Barilla pasta comes in a cardboard box. It's got yeah. a little plastic it's window. It's got a teeny tiny one. You've got to rip that of off. Them. But yeah. Mm. Um, I've been writing Barilla many Instagram messages. <laughs> <laughs> you know they had an Instagram. If they can pay Roger Federer to be in an ad and play the Greek Zorba, even though pasta's meant to be Italian. I know. Surely they can <laughs> yeah. afford to just cut that small bit Barilla, of if you're out there. <laughs> I know what your pasta looks like. I don't need to see in the window. <laughs> You've got a picture of it on the box. Exactly. It's on the box. Exactly. We have that kind of faith in like plastic sealed chocolate boxes. Why don't we have the same faith in pasta? Yes. And great leeway, chocolate. Mm. You can get chocolate wrapped in foil and yeah, paper. which green is and blacks. Green and blacks is so good. And lint. Mm. Um, and then you just like for cooking, you'll step up your baking game. So look up recipes. If you want a savory thing, look up brownie. You can make your own muesli bars. There's so many different things. Um, so it sounds that like there are so many options out there and certainly finding your nearest like bulk food store is yeah. going to be your best option when it comes they to this. They can be kind of expensive. Mm. But Naked Foods, on the first Monday of every month, as 25% off. Amazing. I don't really – I avoid going to those places because mm-hmm. it can be pricey. And they are – the food that they're buying is in a big bulk, usually plastic. So you ask – it is – they're using less plastic, but it mm-hmm. still comes from plastic somehow. Yeah. But I, I buy my flour and stuff from there usually. Yeah. I suppose that's um, that's something that Nick told me when we went through a supermarket together was that if you can't find plastic-free, buy in bulk. Yes. Because sure, you know, no one can be perfect all the time. Like it's just impossible. Yeah. You just need to do it as best you can in that situation. Yeah. Like his cheat food is cereal. So he'll buy the biggest thing of cereal he can find. And then you can collect the soft plastics and take them into Red Cycle. Coles does that. I still have trust issues with that. But yeah. it's mm. just do it. Yeah. Wow, there's so much to cover. <laughs> I feel like this could be a saga. Okay, you um, have got to send me these notes then and we'll put anything that we don't cover, head to the show notes, which you'll click through the link in um, the podcast episode and then it'll take you to the TNC website. I have got all the show notes up there. Yeah. I've like reference checked these wizard. things. It, they're there. Anything that we have mentioned will be in the show notes on the TNC website and yeah, you can check them out. Okay, so we've covered like entry level, mid-level. What is like, what are you striving for? Like what is level three um, of Plastic Free Championship League? Championship League of Plastic Free. Woo! There will be jackets. Um, 
Now at the point, I'm at the point of finding ways of teaching other people. Mm-hmm. So it's leading by example, really. Um, and how and how do you best teach people? So I actually have a show about a woman who's addicted to plastic, and she finds out she's allergic. So didn't you so win awards for that show, Jen? I did win awards. What are, which awards did you win for that show? I Jen? won Short and Sweet last year. Mm-hmm. With that, and um, I'm going to take it to fringe festivals next year. Amazing. Yeah, so um, I found that that's my mission now is to teach and educate people, like, come on this cool podcast. (laughs) Um, Keep finding different ways that I can – there are still little things that I could reduce. Like, I do want to get back into trying to make my own makeup still. That's Mm -hmm. a mission. I've recently – well, the start of this year, I make my own toothpaste now. Mm -hmm. So it's a tooth powder – I now make my own laundry powder, dishwashing powder. Uh, I make my own toilet cleaner. And all of those are actually used with the same recipe. And, yeah. So. Wait, come again. Sorry. So. Sorry. That toothpaste? Might be. Yes. Toothpaste. Dishwashing cubes. Toothpaste isn't the same recipe. Okay. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I have questions no, and no. concerns regarding your enamel. No. But, like, now <laughs> that I'm making recipes on my own, if you looked into a, a normal household cleaner, you don't know what's in it. You, I don't know those ingredients that a I read. A lot of Even in toothpaste, I don't know what it is. But now I know everything that's in my toothpaste, like four ingredients. And I know what I'm – when I clean my shower, I know what's going down the drain. And I know that it's not going to be any danger to, like, my body or the waterways. And so I think that is an awesome thing with Plastic Free. It's much cheaper to make all of these things. It's better for you and it's better for the environment and it cleans really well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose like the only barrier would be the convenience of being able to just like nip down to Coles and get it. But, you know, if if you are able to sacrifice the, what, like an hour in your day honestly like I ran out of so I with my clothes I washed my clothes I washed my dishes in the dishwasher and I put the same thing in my mop bucket and that is uh bicarb Mm -hmm. citric acid a drop of essential oils for the washing machine one um and a drop of detergent and I mix that together and that powder will clean everything Mm. It's so good. It literally takes five minutes. It's awesome. Amazing. So it's not even like it's just a matter of sourcing those things and that'll take you less than an hour anyway. So realistically grocery shop. Yeah. yeah, It's just kind of overcoming that hurdle of, oh, it'll be inconvenient, but it's not actually. Um, and how how long have you been doing that for? Uh I've been doing that that recipe this year. Amazing. So that's at least like eight or so months and I know you, like you would have been heartbroken if that had affected your clothes and I would have heard about yeah, it by yeah. now no. if it had like started to cause any wear and tear on your clothes yeah. if it had started to like really damage your plates and things like yeah I, I would have heard about it exactly and I've really I've really really bad eczema so mm. this stuff is actually helping me so much yeah your skin looks stuff. amazing Thank right you, now girl. and usually in winter like it's, it's not a fun time no for you. I look like a little dried up <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Don't, don't, say, don't say I don't know. <laughs> Something Sultana. that wasn't. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is tough, but it's so awesome. And there is so much help out there now. If you want those recipes, I will send them to you. Yes. We can meet up for coffee and I can convert you. I need to stop talking in about conversion. In a non-Jehovah's <laughs> Witnessy, way. culty kind of fashion. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so up, even if you don't know who I am, I'm so up for chats um, about this topic because yeah. it is happening when I started and when I would go out and ask to use my own container or when I would go out and do these things, people would judge me and be like, that's really weird. But now people are like, oh, yeah, heaps of people do that. Mm. And we need to normalise it. Mm-hmm. And so – you, you can be confident. You can be like, actually, that's the thing with the straw. Actually, I don't want the straw. You can take it back. Um, mm. yeah. yeah. And cling wrap shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> There's beeswax wrap. <laughs> you don't even need beeswax wrap. I actually don't use beeswax wrap. I just put it in a container. 
Love it. <laughs> um, alrighty, so now it is time for the Things I've Never Said segment where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. From our fans. <laughs> yes, my, my, man, my cultish fan base, definitely. <laughs> we love cults. Not just this one. <laughs> There's going to be so much edited out of this. Oh, weird. If we ever make T-shirts for this podcast, that will be on it. We love cults. Definitely. Good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Safe ones. Is there such a thing as a safe cult? I don't know. Anyway, okay, so submission number one. I disagree with going plastic-free. It will never be achievable. The Mm. future is developing technology to deal with the plastic. Yeah, I feel like that is, thank you for sending that in. It's like, it's like, it is, can be, that's a pretty pessimistic view, like in a way, like Mm. it is hard. Plastic free is is hard. And I guess like we can be plastic free now, but there's still a lot of plastic already existing. So we're going to have to take a two pronged approach at least anyway. Yes. And I I agree what you say. Like it's not possible at this point in time to go plastic free, but that's the, that's, Mm -hmm. it's easier to say. I'm going plastic free instead of I only use this, this and this and this and this and this and blah, 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 but I still use this plastic and still use this plastic. So I'm just going to say I'm plastic free for now. Okay. So thank you, anonymous person. Um, Yes. Technology. Great. They are making things and they're always doing things, but I've never been in the room where they're existing. I've never been in any of these factories, so I don't know. Mm what it's doing i'm gonna interrupt for just a quick second to tell you about um i mean shameless plug here so i have a gorgeous friend her name is kimberly bolton and Mm -hmm. she has got a startup in sydney called carapac Mm -hmm. which is making plastic substitutes out of crustacean shells it is 100 Mm, i've heard of this this is amazing yes no i i spammed you on instagram with the links for it um so like there is stuff that's becoming available to do things in that that. way Yeah, yeah for sure and there's so many things like um there's pasta that is got a hole through it and it's thick enough to use as a straw Oh. So you go to a cafe and you drink out of a long piece of pasta. As long as you don't have a gluten allergy, exactly, you're fine. Exactly. So there is lots of stuff. But when – like these are all tiny little things and they're mm. awesome. But I'm not going to sit and wait. So yeah. the future – when is the future going to be? Like, mm. And even biodegradable plastics. This is a big one. Mm. Biocup bio cups you know the ones that mm. are clear with the green line everyone's like it's a bio cup they also have cute patterns on some of them too yes um and even a biodegradable coffee cup but that's industrial recycling industrial needs to go to exactly and none of them do so if you're saying oh i've got a compostable cup and you're throwing it into landfill landfill's got so much shit in it that nothing is going to happen to it mm. even like in my compost bin, if I throw a tea bag in it, there's tiny amounts of tea bags, plastic in tea bags. Like, and it it's doesn't in break sea down. Salt now it's terrifying. It's in like fish. Microplastics are being ingested by humans every day because yeah. it's in fish, it's in sea salt. Yeah. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Don't Google it. Yes, glitter. Whoever <laughs> puts glitter on their face, that is small pieces of plastic going straight into the mm. ocean. That's a bad time. And you must have had a really bad splendor. time at Splendor. <laughs> you already knew. Oh, my goodness. Such a – but there is glitter you can get made out of eucalyptus, eucalyptus leaves now. And someone's like, do you want some on your face? And I was like, yes, but I'll have to walk around saying to people, this is made of leaves. <laughs> like, this is my reputation. <laughs> you know? You're like, I, I don't want to be caught. And people are like, that's glitter. And I was like, no, it's leaves. So I just didn't wear it. Um, Fair. That must be really tough for you because now it's like it's not just your like passion, it's not just your mission, it's something that you are building a career around and like staking a reputation on the things that you like put your support behind. For sure. So People definitely identify me as the eco person. Yeah. 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 No, they find you at parties and yeah. they're like, hey, so. Yeah. But it's, it's a thing that I, bef- I used to just be like never say anything. But if we – the more I have this conversation with someone – the better it's going to get. Yeah, and I think that there is um it can be very difficult to tread that line between I'm passionate about this and I have learned more mm. and how to do it better and I want to share that and coming across as self-righteous and I think Oh, wanky, yeah. Yeah. Um 
Oh, God, who was it? She's got a, a Netflix special at the minute. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like um, she describes self-righteousness as when you care about something so much that you become a jerk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be that. I've definitely yeah. done that before. But I mean, um, we're only human. Like, yeah. It's, you know, but we can always try our best to, you know, oh, approach. for sure. Yeah, for instead sure. of going, you're wrong, being like, hey, actually, I have learned. Yeah. Yeah. Like... This could be – tell me your views on this, Paula. When I go to the supermarkets and going through – my nightmare is going through the fresh produce section where bananas <laughs> do come wrapped in plastic. It's reflective. And I walk – just blinds you. <laughs> yeah. And people are still putting their fruit in a plastic bag. Mm. Um, and I walk by and I go, oh, um, Nick – Make sure you don't use any plastic bags. That would be ridiculous. And Nick's like, "Oh, I won't, Jen." And I was like, "Oh, who is you? Who is buying?" Okay, Zane's like Zane's getting into this. Uh, they now sell cut up pieces of apple in little plastic bags in a bigger plastic bag. Yes. And then yesterday, okay, now I'm going on a tangent. Okay, um, <laughs> we're running out of time. One more thing. Um, there was like yesterday I, I saw the, the cartons of bananas in plastic mm-hmm. and I was like to my friend, who would buy this? Honestly, bananas have their own skin. Like let them be free. And I was like, <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, this is ridiculous. And I turn around and this lady with her child has a pack. She's reaching for a second pack and I look down in the trolley and she's already got a pack in there. And normally <laughs> I do it on purpose, but I went like, I was on a rampant rage this time and I didn't even know that she had done that. But she didn't take it out of the trolley, but she put the one in her hand back. Change, people. Change. I changed someone's life. It's the little victories, right? Yeah. I mean, look, you're not going up to strangers and being like, hey, fuck you. No, no. But we have Nick. uh, uh, Nick's better at it. He has turned around. He's like, hey, excuse me. I was just wondering why I use plastic bags Mm. or sneaky one. Mm. Um, hey, I'm doing a survey on plastic usage. Could I just assess like how much plastic is in your trolley at the moment and not making mm. them feel guilty, just being like questions, you know, like in a positive way or like yeah, just so wondering it's why. A non-threat- I think a non-threatening. Probably non-threatening and asking questions is better mm. than like and uh, than being like, hey, don't do that. Because yeah. like, you know, it's – Obviously, we want to educate and we want, like, we're all very passionate about it. But I think that, you know, people are more likely to double down and be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Um, if, like, you come into their space when they're just minding their own and business. And they'll come across really defensive. But it's so yeah. much nicer if you have, like, a conversation. Yeah. If that business is acting that way, be like, hey, you guys should look into this. Like, and just be calm. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can always just, like, lean over and say, oh, hey, just so you know. Yeah. In this aisle, you can get this thing. Yeah. And then just like it, it's all non-threatening and very kind of like it's uh, – okay, this is going to come across quite wanky in the description, but like like a, like an underarm throw, mm. right? Like I don't do sports, but it's that kind of casual, oh, hey. Yeah. If uh, – did you know that there's this thing? You could do this. Yeah. Or you could like write post-it notes and leave them around the shopping centre, which I've never done. Or have I? <laughs> You've <laughs> definitely then, done that. And then the workers pick them up as they go through. Definitely done that. <laughs> <laughs> nice ones. Like, nice. hey, you look great today, but you probably shouldn't buy this. <laughs> Your hair's great. Don't get plastic wrap bananas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's... The thing is that... My sister's done that, not me. But, yeah, mm-hmm. on her. Woo. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, unimportant unimportant um so respondent number two focusing on individuals consumer habits is the most common greenwashing strategy used from manufacturing industries who wish wish shift wish to shift responsibility from massive corporations for selling disposable products to consumers the time money and effort we put into trying to avoid the most common form of packaging are resources we are wasting not collectively petitioning government for effective environmental regulations on industry example not asking for a plastic bag will never be as effective as the legislative ban has been i mean look it's it's got to go bureaucratic at some point like we we can't just the personal is political but we all need to be political as well yes 
But we think we think about how we got from the plastic bag ban. Mm. The plastic bag ban happened because there was enough people who were unhappy that yeah. plastic bags exist. So those people did have to say no. And like if without those people, that ban wouldn't have happened. No, absolutely. And I think yeah. that perhaps um, what this person is saying is not necessarily that, um, you know, we shouldn't give up on our own personal mm. missions to do it. That we should focus higher up as well. As absolutely. Yeah. That we should like, you know, write to our local MPs. For that sure. We should be like... You know, there's climate change marches and demonstrations going on now in the city. Absolutely, like, you absolutely. Know, you've um, got to, you've got to make sure that that yeah, mm. that the our what our, our our actions are being heard from upper up. Yeah, um, upper up, <laughs> higher up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That thing, that thing is hard for me sometimes because people go, "Yeah, I think it's done." I'm not saying this person mm. said that. Yeah, I think it's done because the real po- problem is um, the government. And the government has to change everything. We all know how hard it is to mm. get the government to change <laughs> lots of Anything. things. There are so many issues. And so I do write letters and stuff and I do make videos to post and things like that. But I think we need to continue to set by example. Yeah. And the more and more we can have conversations to people with people about it, the better. Yeah, Like I do go to marches, but a lot of those marches I go to People are like, sometimes they can be a bit of a cult following. People are there and they've got their plastic bag and their plastic straw. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> like, you, no one's perfect. Mm. But we have to like, we can't just go one side or the other. We can't mm. just be like, okay, let's like go straight to the big businesses and not try anything else. Well, it's got to be a two-pronged yeah. attack at least. Like, at least historically, that's how everything has happened. There have always been people who are demonstrating in streets and being radically, like, visible mm-hmm. in that way and radical um, yes. in a lot of cases. And there have also been simultaneously people trying to push things through political circles. And it it takes time it does like you you put something forward it gets knocked back oh for sure two steps forward one step back and that's just the frustrating truth of the world and how change comes about and like kudos to those people who are like fighting out on the streets for things I mean like at least in our personal lives it's nice to feel like we're making a difference in yeah so like if for no other reason than your own satisfaction of knowing that you are not contributing plastic to it. Like, yeah. obviously do everything you can. Yeah. Go to the marches, write to your MPs, live plastic-free, but at least you'll know that, like, you know, that that's some comfort, I guess. For on, sure. Yeah. For sure. I haven't been arrested from a march, but, yeah. Because I don't want to get arrested <laughs> because I don't think jail would have reusable straws and cups. I love how that's the reason why you don't want to go to jail, Jen. That's the only reason. <laughs> Maybe Man, this bitch you would get petition that one. <laughs> <laughs> you would arrive <laughs> and you would be asked to put your belongings inside a plastic Ziploc bag and start a riot. Yes. And then people would be like, she's dumb. But <laughs> no, people would be on a board. That's it. I'm going to jail, everyone. <laughs> I need to spread my wings. <laughs> You're wasted my here My time on the and freedom is complete. <laughs> oh my brain but oh, yeah man. no there is so much after like I can see how much change I've done from this lifestyle absolutely I've convinced I've changed cafes minds about using straws and like think of that if you could convince one cafe how many plastic how much plastic are you saving them that's true like, how many straws do they did mm. they used to hand out a day a lot mm. yeah yeah amazing um well thank you that's kind of all the time we have left unfortunately so um i would like to wrap up by asking you Mm. what would you do if you knew ten thousand people would do the same oh you've asked me this before there's i I think in terms of plastic on the on the topic of plastic i think people could even take away Five pieces of plastic that they might use all the time. How much would that save? True. And it doesn't have to be something huge. It could be a it muesli bar. 
It could be muesli bars. It could be um, not taking plastic utensils when you get a takeaway. Yeah. Like if you're going to get a takeaway and like you just can't see a way around not using plastic, well then just... Put it in your hands. It's... (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) It's baby steps. You know? Like... For sure. One of the quotes that um, I think it was you or Nick shared was that, you know, like the plastic free movement doesn't need a couple of people doing plastic free stuff perfectly because that's impossible. Yeah. It's just everyone doing it badly as best they can yeah that would be great actually i said people to stop using five pieces i can do whatever i want so you've been given free reign revolution (laughs) i'm like the lady with the bananas i'm gonna just no one use plastic except for some type of nice (laughs) condom because then population would go through the roof. Okay, so what you're saying is that um, no plastic usage except for medical or contraceptive purposes. Maybe, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. All right, well, do you have anything um, that you can plug that we can find you? Where can we find you? To be honest, yeah, you you can find me at my house (laughs) and um, also you can find me at jennifer.ann.95. Um, and then that's my Instagram. You can send me messages about anything, but the best hub for plastic-free living is No Waste, No Worries, and that's mum on Facebook. She's a champion. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I would love to have, like, further this conversation um, yes. with you all. Yeah, amazing. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, I've been so excited for this. I was like, how do I fit it all in? <laughs> It's always hard when, like, you love something so much and you just don't know where to begin. I know. I, I do love it so much. And I hope I didn't sound passive-aggressive or crazy, but, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much yeah. for sharing your time and knowledge with yes. me on the podcast. And thank you all Thank for you for listening. using reusable coffee cups, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> I want that, that to be. That is how our friendship remains. That's with the only is. reason why Jen is still friends with me. It's because I use recycle, sorry, reusable coffee cups and reusable water bottles. Um, everything else is on the rocks, but, yes. you know, we're rebuilding. And we have matching front fringes. Yes! Wait, what, front Goodbye. fringes? What's a back fringe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. A Thanks. mullet. That's a back <laughs> fringe. Okay. <laughs> And thank you all so much for listening. Uh, thanks as always to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the show. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott. Music by Jessica Fletcher. If you've stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod and Facebook at StumbleThroughPodcast. We also have a Facebook group where I post show notes. Yay! All right. Have a great day, friends. Bye! 